been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm slowing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh-huh. you want to see the inside, huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh-huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies, butter crunch. 80 I was wrong, I got my point across. They depicted me the boss. Of course, my orange box cut to make the world go round. Plus, I'm fucking bitches at my homegirls now. Start stacking, dabbled in crap, gun packing. Nickname Medina made the scene of my Ninas. From gym class to English, pass off for global. The only nigga with a mobile. Can't you see like total? Getting larger and wasting taste. Ain't no telling where this felon is heading. Just in case, keep a shell at the tip of your melon. Clear the space. Your brain was a terrible thing to waste. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand. Put money in my mom's hand. Get my daughter this college plan so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid. Only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the free sky's the limit.
What is going on, guys? Oh, that camera is blurry. Jesus. Um, okay, two seconds here. I hate when this stupid thing does this. There we go. All right. What is going on, guys? What is going on? We are back with yet again another edition of Notorious Unscripted Man. Actually, a pretty special edition of Notorious Unscripted um, in its own way. Uh, but before we get into all that, man, if this is your first time watching, guys, do not know how the show works, man. Every Monday, we are on here with Notorious Unscripted. After Raw and every Friday, we are on here with the news um, uh, at 4 p.m. Central. Uh, if you guys didn't miss this past Friday's edition of the news, John Laurinaitis fired from WWE and creative pitching a WWE return of none other than Bray Wyatt. You guys can now watch that on all platforms that is available on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, 
And if you want to see it first, like I said, 4 p.m. Central, every Friday is join us here for the news. So if you guys did miss episode 122 of the news, you guys can now watch that on all platforms. And also, if you guys have not got a chance to get your hands on some official Notorious Heels podcast merchandise, you guys can now find this on bonfire.com. The link is at the top of the description of this video. Um, on the top left, you have the Notorious Heels podcast uh, Chicago flag design. I don't know. I almost called it the wrong shirt. Um, yes, the top left, you got the Notorious Heels podcast Chicago flag design. On the bottom right, you have what I was about to say is the notorious hills podcast skyline design and then you got the og the best kept secret to the iwc the riddler inspired iwc's best kept secret shirt and then you got the uncrowned kings of the iwc the biggie shirt and then in the middle you got the base notorious hills podcast logo design so all five shirt designs are available on like i said bonfire.com and if you guys also, need another spot to get them. You can also find uh, our link tree on both Binance Arcade social media pages, man. So, yes. Get your hands on some if you haven't yet. But, uh, yeah, man. See? Uh, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. So, um, yes. Also, this first time watching, you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Seals Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the hosts of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man Sir K here. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. Going good. Just been chilling out, man. Just been chilling out. Ain't been doing much, man. Just just waiting for all weekend, I guess. Just been chilling, man. But um Ron Tash, like always. How's life? How's family? Life's good, man. I'm good. Family's good, man. What about you, Durante? Everybody else in chat. What about you, bro? How have you been? Yeah, man, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Um, yeah, bro, just chilling. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Wait for all out. We got some uh, exciting, exciting time. September is yeah, usually yeah. always a pretty busy month for myself. So, um, yeah, should be fun though. I'm excited, very excited about it. Uh, but yeah, uh, nothing. Same thing I told you guys Friday, man. Nothing going on right now, but simultaneously a lot going on. So it's an interesting time for myself. But uh, yes, as Durante, as sure, bro, as Durante asks, how's how's life and how's the family? I'm good, bro. Family's good, and uh, he just responded, and it's great to hear that you're doing good, man. As always, thank you for asking, bro. Um, sorry, I was reading the comments. Um, so. So this is actually, actually by episode numbers, but the other day I was doing some research into the actual date that was mm -hmm. that would make the two-year anniversary of the podcast, and that was actually August fourth. So it was about two weeks ago we did the first episode of Unscripted. So in numbers, fifty-two mm -hmm. plus fifty-two, obviously. This episode is the two-year anniversary, but technically not. But regardless, I just wanted to come on here and uh, say a few words and celebrate Unscripted in its own way, man. Because, uh, yes, the, uh, for those of you that don't know, brief Unscripted backstory. Me and Sir K were doing the fantasy bookings and stuff like that. 
for those God bless you guys who are here for that. Um, my God, you just heard pages flipping. I had my notebook out. I was flipping through pages and my fantasy bookings. Oh, man. Call of Duty gameplay in the background. Oh, God bless, man. God bless. So, if you guys were here for that time, oh, bro, you have no idea how hard it was trying to play Call of Duty and fucking read off fantasy booking to you guys. Regardless, it was a fun time. It was a fun time, but me and Sir wanted to do something different. We wanted to obviously, uh, obviously, well, add the second weekly show. But we didn't really have a weekly show where we could come on here and talk about what was currently going on on TV. Because, yeah. you know, we were talking about Nexus and shit that happened like 10 years ago at the time or a couple of years ago. So, you know, we wanted to find something, man, that, uh, that you know, we're a show that gave us a chance to come on here and actually discuss the weekly TV with you guys. And, you know, I guess, I guess those are, those fantasy bookings and stuff like that and the Mount Rushmore's and stuff, those are good to go back yeah. and watch, man. But it's always nice to, to come on here and people, nine times out of 10, man, you guys are going to want to talk to us about things that are happening currently, not exactly. old that's stuff. So that's kind of, yeah, so that was kind of where the idea came from. Uh, just wanted to come on here and talk about normal, or not normal, but weekly TV, I mean, with you guys, mm -hmm. man. So then we started, um, we did away with the fantasy bookings and the Mount Rushmores and the top tens. And what was oh, the other shoot. one? There was four of them. Yeah, there was there Mount was, Rushmore, was... fantasy booking, top tens, and... What was the other one, man? It was... Um... There was something else. Um what the hell was it? One second. Video sort by oldest. Okay. What ifs? What if? Really? What was our what if topic? What was one of them? I don't know if we ever actually went through with one. Hold on, hold on. I gotta read some of these bitches. I definitely think... I definitely remember doing them. I just can't remember what the hell we did. What if Cena joined the Nexus? That was one of ours. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, man. We had those. And, uh, yeah, man. So, Unscripted has uh, been some of our best episodes, man. We've come on here and had some great, great Unscripted with you guys. Uh, just uh, just of things that are yeah. going on on television at the time. And, yeah, man. I just want to um, raise one. Yeah. Raise, raise a can of soda up to Unscripted for uh always uh always allowing us to come on here and rant man so it's been a hell of a run it's been two years a little over two years now but yes just thank you to unscripted and uh here's to many more and thank you guys for always coming and hanging out with us man for sure definitely man definitely it's been an honor man just looking back at some of these titles and shit i'm reading now i gotta go back to see some of these like top 10 wwe versus AEW dream matches i want to see how that changed from two years ago Definitely That's crazy, man. Um, I only did two ifs, so didn't use that topic yeah. all that much. No wonder we don't remember it. But yeah, man, it's been a great time, man. I'm, I'm so, I'm sorry. I'd be just looking back at how it was to what it is now, and mm -hmm. it, it's really dope, man. It really is, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, and there's no slowing down. So, here's nope. to many more for unscripted, man. Hell yeah, bro. Truly. Jesus. 
Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, and that was that was the thing, man. That was the thing, man. I mean, we literally come on here and talk about these shows. Obviously, I have notes written down on what happened on the show, or else you'd hear a bunch of, uh, uh, which you already hear now, so it'd be even worse. Mm, but but uh, the reason, I, I think the reason we wanted to call it unscripted was because you would always hear the pages flipping. Like, yeah, we were just reading off shit. of There's the stuff we wrote down, and I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ, man, I feel like I'm reciting poetry every, whatever it was, Monday or exactly. Tuesday, so, yeah, man, but yeah, it's it's been awesome, man, it's been awesome, and like I said, there, there's we're just getting started, man, we're just getting started, so again, Truly. thank you to Unscripted for giving us the platform, man, to come on here and give us genuinely some of our best rants we've ever done on this show, and uh true. And thank you to you guys, most importantly, man. Uh, yeah, we're we're we are uh, still talking in front of nobody. If you guys aren't here, so you know those. I cherish those times in their own special way. But having you guys here just makes it that much more fun and motivates 100%. motivates me uh, way more. Definitely. The whole reason, bro. Hell yeah. Definitely. So yes, thank you guys, man. Can't thank you guys enough. So yeah, man, dynamite. Dynamite, mm-hmm. AEW Dynamite, Quake at the Lake, or Quake by the Lake, I think. Oh, yes, Quake by the Lake. Okay, I thought it was that one. Yeah, Quake by the Lake. Man, I had a feeling something was going to happen on this episode. Okay. Um, I had a feeling something was going to happen on this episode, man, just by the Quake by the Lake name itself, just... You felt like something was gonna happen, you know. I don't, exactly. <laughs> so, I wonder if certain Lake Mino was there. What's up? I wonder if certain someone named Lake was there. Oh my god. Well, there actually <laughs> was a certain someone and we there. Was there. A mod you know was. this was yeah, Mr. Modfather, our little brother, so, Logan P. N. The notorious baby face. Logan PN, um, he was there, man. So, yeah, I know you had the time of your life. I was smiling. Like I said, bro, at the end, I told you this in private, man, but, bro, I was smiling from ear to ear because I know how much oh, you yeah. love punk, and that's that's, that's what's so up, bro. Cool. So, oh, yeah. yeah, man. Um, this show opens up with um, Brody King versus Darby Allen. Um... This was a damn good match. Uh, yeah. I got a couple questions in here. I got mm-hmm. a couple questions. Um, but I seen a lot of people bringing this up. And mm-hmm. I want to know what you think. Uh-huh. On this episode of Dynamite, you might think there was a little... You Do you think the blood was a little overkill? I think... Uh, I love the blood, man. I do, but I think they do it a little too much for shit. That it, same thing they do with the tables every week. Oh my god! Blood. Every week there's table <laughs> spots. Like, give it a break. It's not special when it happens every week. Now no. on pay per view, and it's a big like mox match, and there's blood everywhere. That's awesome. But every week on Dynamite, you don't need it, man. 
Yes. Um, yeah, I kind of felt the same way, dude. Literally mm-hmm. within 30 seconds of this match starting, Brody King was just streaming blood. Yeah. And then that match with the main event, I kind of thought it was a little too much. And yeah. one thing, one thing I, I, I would think, especially with them being an alternative to WWE, you would think they would kind of grasp the concept of like... Enough's enough. Like, yeah, like, because, and I, I mean, I get it in the sense that they want to do it because WWE never does it, but at the same exactly. time, like, you got to understand the the simple concept, the very simple concept of less is more, mm-hmm. and especially in wrestling, bro, especially in wrestling, man, like, WWE, everybody always rags on WWE for things that they just do quarterly just to do them you know they got hell in a cell and then they blow their load with hell in a cell matches in one show uh you've seen enough of them for the whole year and on top of that they suck half the time and then they do extreme rules and it's called extreme rules but it's not extreme whatsoever so it kind of just ruins everybody's honestly bro and uh, I mean, look a couple years back with like the gauntlet matches every oh fucking week. You're gonna gauntlet. run the gauntlet. Now you're mm-hmm. gonna run the gauntlet. Now you are like, bro, come on now. Um, exactly. You would think they would kind of grasp that concept, but uh, sometimes they don't, man. Like, and you bring up a great point. They do the same thing with like a table spot, man. Like every fucking week. They're all through the table. Like, bruh, like, come bruh, on now. They have that, and it's always the same damn little table that they have just sitting there with the cover on it. Like, why? Why is there a table there? Seriously. So, yeah, man, this match, this match was really good. Aside from, dude, Brody King was covered mm-hmm. in blood. He was covered in blood, man. I mean, it's kind of like... Like, my God, man. I mean, I know you want to look cool and shit, but Jesus, dude. I mean... Say matters, man. Please. Honestly, man. Like, hey, on nine times out of ten, man, a, a random-ass match, even if it is a big match, a, a big dynamite match like the coffin match, you know, even though it is a big deal, I mean, dude... You don't need blood, bro. You don't always need it. Exactly. Things can be a big deal without... Having to bleed. All of those mm-hmm. Champa and Gargano matches. All of those Champa and Gargano matches. You know, those... Though those, I don't think they bled in one of them. I don't no. think they bled in one of them. And exactly. they were all fantastic. Uh, Gargano versus Almas. My favorite match ever. The Literally. only piece of blood involved in that match was a little tiny, tiny dash of blood on Johnny's lip towards the end of it. Exactly. And... That match told enough storytelling in it in itself, man. Just exactly. off the story, you know what I mean? I mean, you don't need oh, blood to tell the story of, of a feud or a match. Exactly. You know, uh, so, uh, however, the coffin match itself, I definitely thought it was the best out of the three they've done. Mm-hmm. I would probably mm-hmm. say it would go Brody, Andrade, and then Ethan Page. Um, definitely, definitely. So, uh, the coffin match itself, the coffin match itself was, was really good. 
Uh, Brody, Brody lost, but he lost in a very creative way. Um, and, and yeah, I, I just, I thought they, I thought they put together a really good match. And I, most importantly, I thought they put together a really good match that wouldn't really have mattered if they used blood or not. I mean, it was a good match without it. You know, I mean, we've been seeing blood so much. I mean, it really doesn't do much for me anymore. Um, so yeah, man. Exactly, bro. If you like, I don't get it, man. Yeah, definitely, bro. Definitely. So, yeah. Uh, but Darby was going for. Uh, he had Brody outside of the ring, and he was going for his uh tope. And mm -hmm. as he does that, the light goes out. The lights. Please don't bring this back again. Um, Please don't. God damn. The, the lights go out. And they come back on, and Malachi Black and Buddy Murph Matthew Matthews. Damn. I, man, uh, I still can't I stop calling him Buddy Murphy, bruh. I'll always call him Buddy Murphy. Seriously. Or just Murphy. Oh, God, they did do that for fucking... I <laughs> uh, did, I forgot about that. Yeah, he was Rollins and Murphy. Just Murphy. <laughs> just Murphy. <laughs> Was he a fucking alien? The fuck? Good lord. Um, yeah. So Rollins and Buddy Matthews were standing there, or Rollins. Um, Malachi Black. Good lord, I'm fucking up all over the place. Um, Malachi Black and Buddy Matthews were standing there shielding Brody. Darby didn't really care. Still wanted to hit the ropes, and Julia Hart swept his. Swept his legs out from under him, mm -hmm. and they started whooping his ass. They set the table up in the corner, had Brody do his uh, cannonball through the... I don't know if he calls it anything different, but the cannonball through the yeah. uh, through the table. Buddy Matthews went outside the ring, or no, sorry. Wait, yeah, no, it wasn't Buddy. Buddy went outside the ring to, uh, to go open up the casket, and fucking Sting's just laying in it. He's just laying there uh, with his bat. And and Buddy just lets him get up. Sting takes forever to get up with his slow ass. He's taking forever to get up. And he finally gets up. And he's like... And, and, he, and you know, he starts, he starts beating up Buddy. And then he has a face-to-face -face with Malachi Black. I don't know mm -hmm. what they're going for there um I know. they keep doing I, it they're making it look like it's just like a crazy standoff I, it's really not like no, <laughs> like, like it'd be a cool like one-off dynamite main event where it's oh yeah this can happen that's pretty cool but like they're setting that shit up like it's fucking wine and paper bro like what the f oh like, god bro bro they don't need to stare at each other like that they they ain't that like Thing like that, it's thing, real, bro. It's old ass thing. He's cool. He, he's not that cool. Definitely, definitely, bro. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. I I don't know where they're going. I don't know what they're trying to get at there. I don't know. I don't know who that is. It. I don't know who's getting exactly. excited about that. Um, exactly. But honestly, it's not me, man. I mean. Like Sir K said, bro, like, I mean, it'd be a cool, maybe, like, one-off, or, like, maybe if they're in a tag match and get a couple minutes in the ring with each other or something, yeah. man, but, like, Malachi Black 
and Sting, like, eh, uh, I'll pass. Witherboom, I should have, if they waste a loud spot with that, good boy, help me. Oh. They would, too. I could, I could, I definitely, I think it will end up being Darby, Sting, Miro, mm -hmm. and uh, versus the House of Black, so. Yeah, definitely, man. And then I think we might see Lana debut because say, after if, that shit. yeah, because if Julia Hart's ringside and then what ended up happening later in the night, I could see Julia Hart getting involved throughout the whole match, kind of pissing off Miro and then Lana she comes out with her CJ Perry. Oh um, so yeah, I mean, that's, yes, it is. Um, yeah, man. So, so yeah, man. Um, after this, uh, after this face-off, Malachi Black walks out. Sting's still standing there, just staring at him. Darby Allen grabs uh, a chain and starts choking Brody with it, and Brody falls in the casket. Darby closes it, and he wins, man. So that was the coffin match. With Hello, Darby man. Allen, man. So that was, like I said, it definitely was the best one that they've done. Um, yeah, was that was match. the best one. It really was. It really was. Like I said, a little, maybe a little too much blood for my liking. But yeah, at the end of the day, it was still a really good match. And they still would have really told a great story without the use of, of blood. blood. Exactly. So. So. After this, we got two back-to-back -back promos just about the main event uh, from Mox and Jericho. I can appreciate that they really built this up the whole night. They really mm -hmm. built this they match did. up the whole night, made it feel important. As, yeah, man, they announced, uh, they announced that next week they are going to do a House of, Dra House of the Dragon presented by Game of Thrones edition of Dynamite. Yeah. And they announced that next week we were going to find out the mystery partner for the Young Bucks. And then obviously there was something later in the night as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, man, Andrade, Roosh, and Dragon Lee are going to be facing Young Bucks and whoever this mystery man may be. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Next, we did get... Um, Andrade and Roosh versus the Lucha Bros. Mm -hmm. Versus the Lucha Bros in a tag match. I think this. I think this was a yes. It was a Texas Tornado match. Yeah, so, yeah. Yes, I believe it was also a Lucha Rules match too. Mm, uh, I think commentary said because I know they took his fucking mask off in the match. So. Yeah, so that that was what that was what they were saying. So they tied his mask up, but since Pentagon took his mask off himself oh, to try to save a... Phoenix, they okay. uh, they couldn't they couldn't DQ him. Uh, but, that uh, makes sense. Okay. However, this match was really good. It was really good. Um, yeah. It was fun. It was a fun match, man. It really was. It was a really good tornado tag match. I just think that I think Rey Mysterio talked about for years like a Latino World Order faction. They got it. Um, it's a, it's a 
Let him let him drive. That's what I want, bro. And AEW has all the Don't talent to him. do it. Dude, and four of these guys are in the match. Literally, bro. You know, Johnny, Roosh, Lucha Bros. Um, who the fuck else? Dragon Lee. They kind of already Lee. got him in there. Yeah, Sin Cara. <laughs> Samurai. <laughs> Uh, and Samurai Del Sol. Yep. Uh, yeah. They had to get Fuego in there. Fuego Del Sol, yeah. <laughs> well, well, dead. Yeah, man, I mean. Join the group and they never let him. Oh, bro. Yeah, that would be funny. That, 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 funny that could be like a really funny DTE skit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fuego we're always trying, trying to fucking join the group. They don't um, fucking let him. But, like, bro, they need a faction like that, bro. That shit would be so heat. That's why I wish Fred was in this company. Have her be the voice of that faction? That's what Man. I was going to say, yeah. Because knowing Tony Khan, he'd probably have fucking Alex Oberhantes be the group for the damn... Or be the voice for the damn group. Fire his ass. I say it every time. We talk about his ass. Bro's garbage. He sucks. It's horrible. Absolutely horrendous. He is god-awful. Dude is god terrible. Awful, bro. Dude, I'm so glad he kind of... He does this a lot less. But, oh, that period where he always make himself like the center of attention, learn all that stupid shit and fucking Oh my run god, I'll never, ugh. <sighs> bro. When Dude. he was dressing like Valak, bro. Oh, kill me. Well, that shit was the fucking worst, bro. Bro, were you dressed up like Michael Jackson one week, like Valak the next fucking, like, bro, what are you doing, bro? <sighs> Horrible. Absolutely horrible. And then the one week he dressed up like a fucking biker. <laughs> oh like, uh, when he was wearing like all black leather. Yeah, like, dude, what the, the fuck are you like doing? You look like the biggest fucking dork. Like, oh, dude, bro, get out of here, man. You would always look like a fucking dork too, man. And uh, I, remember, I remember one entrance specific, man. I don't remember what he was wearing. But I remember the Luch Bros look cool as hell come out. And then he... His ass walked out like the goofiest fucking outfit in the world, and it just ruined it all. Like, I think it was like some bright red or something. He was wearing like all bright wet red leather or something. Like, bro, how do you say, how do they say, yeah, you go out there? What? That's how stays ass was back. Seriously, man. I genuinely have no idea how he managed to get himself in that group. Really Take so much away from the act. I don't under. I really don't understand how how Tony Khan like. Like if I'm Tony Khan, I'm kind of. I'm kind of. I always want to put my best foot forward. So like, with Triple H, like. Mm-hmm. Triple H would never put something together that the fans would say like, eh, like exactly. This is. This is ass, like, the first day. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, everything he did wasn't fantastic. But at first, everybody was like, oh, you know, this could have some upside. You know what I mean? And then it never ended up. Exactly. Like, okay, maybe they can make something out of this. They have a concept here. Yeah, back then, you see, they had a cool name, a cool theme song. And it just didn't work out. Yeah, and it's like, you know... He never, he never really put anything together that was like, this is horrible. 
from the first exactly. time. And every time he did do something like that, it was uh, like Velveteen Dream. Everybody exactly. was a jobber, you know, were they chanting at him, Patrick Clark, and he ended up being the best fucking thing about the television show in a couple That's months, fun. you know? Exactly. But, like, if to- like if I'm Tony Khan and I put this together and I put this group together, like, you didn't do any kind of test runs to see, like, how that would work? And, exactly. like... You didn't think, like, let me put this these serious-ass Lucha, Lucha Brothers in a faction, or in, be led... <laughs> I was fucking goon. Yeah, yeah, like the trust busters. Exactly. Pretty much. How does that get greenlit? Honestly. Kind of the same situation with Death Triangle. I mean, it's like... like, You put Pac, who, mm -hmm. like, literally from day one, even stemming back to WWE, loner. Loner. Always by himself. His best work comes from him being by himself. And what do you go and do? You go and put him in a trio with not guys that are from England or maybe some two badass dudes. Put him in a trio with the Lucha Bros? How the fuck does that get... How does that make sense? How does that... Like like you just said, how how do you green light that? Oh yeah, that looks awesome. We'll one-up you. Then Now we'll add Alex Oberhantes to you, who has probably the cringiest form of charisma I've ever seen. Dude, Penta says it's got to be one of my most hated things. And the thing is, at first he would just, that's just how he would talk. And then he realized that that was like his thing, and he made it his thing. So Penta says, I hate it. I, anytime I hear Awful. that... I get I get physically angry when I hear Pinta says Same. it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Why would a translator trying to act cool say Pinta says? It's like it's like if fucking Oscar in Prime NXT had had a manager and then motherfucker would go Oscar says like what? Or like, like dude, imagine fucking so Paul Heyman. Stupid, bro. Brock says. What? Like, dude, don't. Actually, stupid. Or we're bringing up, we're bringing up this, uh, we're bringing up these examples with the Latinos. But imagine Zelina Vega. Yeah. Andrade says, "What? What? If Andrade says he about to speak Spanish and like himself, and it's always cool when they do that too. When they speak themselves and they speak some fuck whatever language they speak, and you don't understand goddamn thing." Half the time is cool, because that's, that's to a point where they're so angry, they just start talking shit. You don't know what the fuck they're saying. They be talking crazy, for all I know, and it's cool. But exactly. saying Pinta says it is the dumbest thing in the world. I, I hate Alex Oberhantes, mm-hmm. and they they need to rebrand all of them like, yes. in some together. And a faction like that is, is not only what's needed, it would just be cool as hell, bro. Yeah, it would, man. And, uh, yeah, I, I I just don't understand. If I'm Tony Khan, man, I really don't understand how... I don't understand how you see or even, like... I mean, you don't even have to listen to people on internet on the internet. But, like, even if you see 
people say, oh, well, this guy's ruining their credibility. But just watch it on television. Like, who is invested in the Lucha Bros anymore? You know what I mean? Like, they they they'll do something cool, and then his ass will come out, and you're like, oh, yeah, back back to reality. It's like, exactly. come on, it can't be cool. Yeah, it's just, it's just not good, man. But the fact that the Lucha Bros didn't get the opportunity to turn on Pac last year around all out is uh criminal because that's one that's another thing that tony khan kind of does sometimes if he has a plan and the plan doesn't go through necessarily when he wants sometimes he'll just scrap it Mm -hmm. because he thinks that it wasn't meant to be or something i don't know what he thinks but it's like dude if you're gonna do it anyway then just do it eventually man because exactly. if you were going to split some, uh, let's say you're going to split a tag team up and it doesn't go through at the time you're going to do it, all of that would be in my mind is them being split up by now. So I wouldn't be able to book Same. them to their fullest as a tag team anymore. I would eventually have to break them up down the line. It's just logic. And you could clearly tell that's what happened with those two or with that with that trio. He was gonna He was going to break the trio up. Maybe didn't go through with it, and I don't know what to do with them anymore. But they're still gonna get together. Why? Yeah, it's like go You're through. Wasting with everybody's it, time. Exactly, because now we've had to watch another year of just nothingness from the Lucha exactly. Bros. You know, as to where, as opposed to last year, if you would have put them with Andrade, their AEW run might have really taken off by now. You never know, and now we will probably never know. Because, like you just mentioned, like, if I'm TK, and if I'm TK, I say to myself, you know, why are they not broken up? There was a time in my run as a, you know, head booker of a company where I thought these guys need to break up, and I'm going to go through with it. So what changed? Nothing. 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 So do it. You're mentally still in in that idea of them. You just don't do it. It just makes everybody... It's just worse for everybody. Just do it. Seriously. Those four, or those three, Lucha Bros and Andrade, and even Roosh, you know, I mean, he's in the group now. But most importantly, the Lucha Bros and Andrade would do so much more in a team as opposed to rivals... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I, no. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Uh, this was a very good match. I really did enjoy yeah. this match. This was really fun. Um, I mean, my God, you gotta, you gotta name for the group and everything, man. I mean, put add some, add 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 some, add some some Lucha Brothers into that group, man. Please, exactly, bro. Please. So, towards the end. Uh, they tied, uh, I believe, Andrade uh, tied Penta's mask to the rope as they mm-hmm. started beating up Phoenix. Penta took his own mask off. Alex Obrahantes went to throw him a new one. Andrade threw it in the crowd. They hit Ray, uh, Ray Phoenix with their finishers and uh, won the match, man. So, yes, they did complete, uh, complete this feud. I don't know if this feud is over with. Um, 
these guys have kind of been tethered together for about a year. So mm-hmm. kind of Makes off sense. and on, you know, yeah. stop and start booking. It's another thing. Um, oh, yeah. and <laughs> another thing about this feud, man. <laughs> it's all over shitting on this shit, but it's just me. It's us just what we would do with this, honestly, you know what I mean? Honestly. So it's Definitely. not really, I'm not like, Oh, Tony Khan's garbage. He he doesn't know. No. It's just what we would do. Alright. Because a lot of fans do like them not being in a team and they like that with some odd things. Couldn't understand why, but people do like it. You know what I mean? But another thing I would like about this whole Andrade Lucha Bros mask situation. You know, since Andrade kinda has that they kinda do it, but then they kinda don't. They're kinda half assed with it. He has that like um mobster cartel vibe to him mm-hmm. i would love if take if he if it was the reverse where he cared about the you know culture of the lucha uh mask whatnot so much or if anybody else tried to take it off like the way he does he would get pissed even though he's not even with the lucha bros at the time and i think just an element like that would be sick like oh you're that that's us you're disrespecting us that shit would be cool, man. I don't know. I feel like Definitely. something like that would be a lot cooler. It would it could bring up like those mob leader vibes even more. And he just does it himself and it's just damn. Just generic heel shit. Yeah. And it, it doesn't it really makes that much less sense because Andrade himself was, was a luchador before for years. he was La Sombra, so he exactly. He wore a mask, and then he's just disrespecting the fuck out the culture, and yeah, it, do- it doesn't and make sense, man. It'd be so cool for like him to try to incite them into his group. He could he could say, "I I was, you know, who I was. I was in Sombra. I was this. That shit would be dope. He could have like a not like a one on one, but like a deep moment with them to get them in the group. That shit would be dope. But he's yeah. just doing he just he hates antics." Him. Seriously, bro. And the real question is, where did a friendship with Pac ever come from? Who yeah. the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Did you guys meet on kick? Like, <laughs> we all what? just, man, my car broke down. Can I ride on the next show with you guys? I bet. <sighs> what the fuck? How did this shit start? Group. Seriously. Homies. At least give us a backstory. Maybe it would be a little more, you know, understandable. If you gave us backstory, yeah, he fucking he saved my kid's life for some shit. Make some up that I fucking know. <laughs> he saved my life in a fucking motorcycle accident. I don't fucking know. I got hit by a fucking train, and he helped me. I don't make some up. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um... I got cheated on. Him. Bro was there for me. Some. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, dude, why, like where, where, where does that come from, man? Where the exactly, hell does that bro. come from? I believe one week they Pac just came out and just said we are Death Triangle, and that that was kind of it. So next, next, man, we got this. Uh, definitely my favorite part of the show: the Young Bucks. Oh yeah, the Young Bucks. They're walking with Brandon Cutler, and they go into Hangman and the Dark Order's locker room. As soon as they walk in, there's John Silver, 
hey Brandon, uh, stay afterwards so you can uh, film a BTE bit with us. <laughs> what the fuck is funny, bro? bro you suck. You. How I about fucking... that? This I group sucks. Look at the four group. of them in this group. Silver, Reynolds, Ten, and Uno. Everybody else dipped. And there's a fucking reason why. Exactly. And it boggles yeah. my mind that even Tony Khan himself would see a group like the Dark Order who had Brody Lee once as its leader and all these talented people in the group. And he would just let it go to shit. That exactly. boggles my mind, man. I do not get that, bro. How do you let how do you let Stu go? Stu and Uno and Stu, bro. That shit was they were such a great team on your roster. How do you let them go, bro? And how do you keep Silver and Reynolds, bro? It thing is, like I get keeping a comedic act, bro. But at least comedic acts they gotta evolve too. They haven't evolved at all in two years. It's like they're the same. They make the same fucking garbage jokes they did two it's years ago. Like the same stuff. And it's like even like when I think like comedy but serious, I think about a guy like uh Kurt. I think about a guy mm -hmm. like Kurt who he can have these comedic segments or like even Matt Riddle. He yeah. can have these comedic segments and make fun of himself, but at the end of the day, he's a killer. Like mm -hmm. that's how the Dark Order should be. And they're kind of joking. It's just weird. It's not even like funny. Yeah, it's, it's just like, they're just weird now. They're just a bunch of weirdos. They it's really like, are. What? Like what is this group, bro? Seriously, man. I don't know. So mm -hmm. they walk in there on this dead faction yep. and uh they asked if they can have a second to talk to Hangman. They said the Dark Order can stay. And they start telling him, you know, we treated you like shit pretty much over the past couple years and if uh this is matt talking to hangman nick didn't really mm -hmm. talk that much uh he said if if i could take it all back i would uh he said the the best times of my career was us all of us the original gang we all know who that is uh mm -hmm. running the world Damn. and eventually starting uh starting a revolution that is now known as all elite wrestling and he said, you know, things were things were great for them, and those were some of the best years of their life. But it seems once they got here, everything all changed, and he don't know if it was the money. He don't know if it was the fame, the TV time. But something made things weird between all of them, and it was never the same. And he says those were the best years of his life, and he just wished he could get the time back, and he wished that he wishes that he could enjoy the journey way more than the destination Damn. so he asked hangman that shit genuine oh man i got that's so sad man, listening man. to him fucking oh my god because it's, it's so it, honestly it's so true man like look mm -hmm. just look at the way everything's kind of turned out man like yeah, you know, he's gone marty's running from the cops fucking it's like damn, man, what happened I mean, everybody bro seriously bro like it sucks, man. It sucks, especially, especially with with Cody and and the Bucks and Kenny and stuff. That that really sucks, man. I miss the elite. I really do. In, in full force. Um. So they asked Hangman if he could be their trios partner. Matt said, "We're gonna bring back the hung Bucks, and nobody will be able to stop us." 
And and then he, he also said to Hangman, you know what building we're in? We're in the building where you became the world champion. And I stood right there, but I felt so far away. And I just wanted to go up to you and tell you how proud of you I was. And um, uh, he said he just didn't have it in him to do it at the time. And Hangman said, you know, you wanted to congratulate me, but these guys actually did. And they've been my friends for me the same way you guys were. And uh, this is their tournament. They're going to be a trio, and I'm going to be in their corner. And he said, I don't want to be in their corner and fight uh, with them. So you guys should go get a partner that hasn't ever turned his back on you. Mm. Hmm. Speaking of that partner, did you watch BT today? I did. I did. BT's in the hell out that, bro. I saw image. That shirt. That the, I think Matt was wearing. It was that like white shirt, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he held up the M&M's. Or, no, it wasn't the M&M's. It was that, it was a yellow shoe, right? can't remember. Because I saw an image of him doing that, that shirt, and he's holding up the yellow shoe. Uh-huh. If... That is what I'm thinking of. Someone showed the other image. It's Kenny wearing that sh- same shirt, holding a bag of yellow, those yellow peanut M&Ms. So, that ain't a reference to Kenny, man. I think, because I think that was like about another BTE episode. He's wearing that shirt, holding a bag of those yellow peanut M&Ms, and then Matt, I think it was Matt, wearing that same shirt, holding up a yellow shoe. Come on, bruh. He's going to Marty. <laughs> Straight from uh, from his is from blank. Gotta be Puerto Rico now. <laughs> oh my God! From Puerto from Rico. Puerto Rico. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, Matt was wearing the Backstreet Boys shirt. Yep, that's what it was. And Kenny was wearing the same shirt, holding up the peanut butter M- or the yeah the peanut M and M's. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I didn't he was know holding the water bottle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man, oh interesting, man. man. Very mm-hmm. interesting. So. Yeah, man. So yeah, on BTE, Matt had picked up the phone, and he said, "Hey." And then all you heard him say was, are you sure you're ready? I think he might be, man. I think he might be. That shit will be nuts. It is, bro. It's going to be great. It's going to be great to see. It's going to be great to see Omega finally back. And yeah, man. So Hangman turned them down and they walked away. And then Brandon Cutler made a joke. He said, uh... He said someone that hasn't turned their back on you. I think he's talking about me. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Fucking Brandon. Brandon. I got his ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another another week where we haven't seen Cole or the Young Bucks. I don't, or Cole and Red Dragon, I don't think. So they yeah. genuinely just came back, whooped their ass, and left. Damn. Why'd they do that, bruh? 
NFTs, at least <laughs> at least to a video package or something, man. I mean, if I, that doesn't scream rushed, then I don't know what does. Dude, it would have been so awesome if they waited. Kenny ended up coming back while they were gone. They come back and then turn. That shit would be heat. I don't know why they did it. I, really I don't, don't know why they did it like that either. That makes me no sense. Because I would have liked... So the Bucks are looking for a partner, right? Mm-hmm. They get Kenny and purposely have them say no mention of Cole, Bobby, uh, Bobby or Kyle. Then they come back and say, you chose Kenny. And then have Adam Cole say, me and Kyle were injured. Why didn't you choose him? I thought we were mm-hmm. a group. But you're going to choose him over the Undisputed Elite? And then have Kenny be like, hold on a minute. I'm in the fucking Elite, too. I'm a part of this group. And then kind of have Adam Cole at that point just say, fuck you. No, you're not. And turn on exactly. him. Exactly, bro. Yeah, like, so. It just makes more sense, bro. I really don't know why they rushed it. That was weird. Yeah, it really was. I mean, he says, oh, you're not going to be capable of it. And then they just put him in like a chokehold for like 30 seconds. And then here the Bucks are the next week. Fine. Yeah, and, it's like, bro, why? And by that point, you can have another reason you can have the Undisputed want to turn is because you put the trio's titles on those three. So, exactly. you know, I mean, it just... It makes the most sense. I, I don't understand why they did it at all. Um, yeah, it makes no sense to me, man. I mean, I just gave you the perfect layout as to how I would have done it, and it makes mm-hmm. that much more sense. Literally, man. It makes it so, it, like, I don't get why they did that. Oh, yeah, I see this. Logan says, did you guys see that WWE thinks Vince McMahon retiring could, could adver- adversely affect the creation of stars and stories? Who wrote that? Was it WWE themselves? Because what a block of shit is that? Yeah, I heard it was, but I don't know. It was probably fucking Kevin Dunn or something. Probably Vince, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was was definitely Bruce Prichard. Bruce Prichard, he's still there. You know he said that to them. He he definitely wrote that. I don't know how we're going to create stars. We're pushing Tommaso Ciampa. What is this? Literally, yeah. Come on. So, uh, Triple H is going to be just fine. Triple H is going to be just fine, man. Uh, Luchasaurus comes out, has a match, beats uh, Anthony Henry, I think his name is, uh, the other guy in the work horseman uh, with J.D. Drake. Yeah, I think his name is Anthony Henry. Uh, he gets squashed by Luchasaurus, uh, Christian Cage is talking in the back, Jungle Boy was on commentary, runs backstage to go beat the hell out of Christian, and Luchasaurus went back there to break it up. More development in the story, and yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was pretty good for what it was, no complaints. One thing I really liked that they did was plant seeds with Luchasaurus, and he, did he do headbutt, hatbuck, or something like that? He did. I like that, bro. And even Jungle Boy was like, man, what? They're like, what the hell? Uh, I like that a lot. They're, that that, I, that was like my confirmation that uh, he's going to turn, bro. He 100% is. That's awesome. Definitely. Definitely. I like bro. that a lot. So, next we have Miro talking uh, into darkness. Uh, 
he's talking about the House of Black, and Julia Hart comes up and grabs his chin and makes him look at her. And Miro says, there's only one woman that can touch the Redeemer. Yep, one do that is. It's his mom. So, that's fucking fun. Yeah, we thought she was going to come in last year, too, around all out, too, which is crazy. crazy. So, yeah, man. It looks like it looks like we're going to be getting CJ to fend off the House of Black and Julia Hart. So, yeah, man, that is uh, that's interesting, man. I am interested to see where that's gonna go, and yeah, I don't know. I really am interested to see if that's going to do more good or bad for Miro's act. I'm very curious, man. I'm very. I am. Because I hope she doesn't ruin the hell out of it. Um, I really hope not, man. But yeah, man. So I mean, he's been just fine without a manager, as just a killer. You know yeah, what I mean, so I like the way he talks. He's funny when he, he he's he's like the Kurt example too. He's funny when he's funny, but he's serious when he's serious. It, it's the great mix between the two. Definitely, bro. Definitely. So next, we got Powerhouse Hobbs being interviewed by Mark Henry, and then the Factory come up, and it seems as if the Factory have added Cole Carter. Tony Khan, if you see future in Cole Carter, why the fuck would you put him in the factory? Fucking fat. And then <clears throat> they got fucking Nick, Nick Camarado mm-hmm. dressing up like Tony D. Like, bro, Tony D's a good act. Why are you making Why are you trying to make fun of it? You're the bad act, if anything, Mr. Nick Camarado. You're the shitty one. Tony D'Angelo is better is a better act than this whole group. Yeah, exactly. What the hell are you guys making fun of him for? You guys suck. Like, Honestly. Ugh, I don't like that. Seriously, man. I mean, Tony Tony D'Angelo is fire, bruh. He is mm-hmm. fire. Not necessarily the act to make fun of on NXT. Look, make no. fun of fucking Braun Breaker. Make fun, make fun of make fun of Von Wagner. You know yeah. what I mean? Don't make fun of seriously the best, best act. Of NXT 2.0, like not the only person who I watch clips from. Come on, same, same. Like, and in turn, Santos Escobar as well. Yeah, so, that's true. Him too. Yeah, he is. Yeah, but it's like fire, man. He oh, is both of them. Exactly. Them, and it's like don't, don't make fun of that, especially when you're the fucking factory, bro. Y'all been jokes ever since you were a thing. Seriously, seriously, man. Horrible. Jay Lethal comes out with Jay Lethal comes out with uh, Satnam and Sanjay, and they're talking about Wardlow. Wardlow comes out and he tells Jay Lethal he's got another title shot if he wants it, um, and or he accepts his challenge or whatever it was, and then he says in the meantime. In the meantime, he's going to come down there and beat all their ass right now. And as he's running, uh, speed walking to the ring, FTR come out mm-hmm. to help their former pinnacle stablemate, 
Oh man, I had... dude, that group was so pointless. I so totally forgot. Yep. Dude, I, at first I was like, "Oh, MTR, that's cool." In my mind, I was like, "I don't know if I've ever seen this before." Totally forgot they were a thing, bro. Genuinely, you just made me remember Pinnacle wow. was a thing. Wow, that's how fucking pointless that group was at ended up being. Good lord. That, yeah, I, I really know why was. it was FTR. Good lord. <laughs> yeah, it really was, man. It was such a pointless group. So now this makes me wonder, with CM Punk being back, is CMFTR still a thing? Mm. That's so, true. is CM Punk almost going to take indirectly take over the pinnacle yeah. without taking over the pinnacle? That's true, bro. I like that element. Gonna be That's very interesting. interesting. Gonna be very interesting because you got to think when MJF and Wardlow were fighting, FTR got pissed at MJF because they almost cost them a match and they mm -hmm. told him specifically, This ain't got nothing to do with us. You're still our friend and so is he. Dang. Now, Wardlow helped CM Punk beat MJF at Revolution. Mm -hmm. and, and then CM Punk and FTR, right before he got hurt, looked to be a trio. Yeah, a fun little trio, man. So, mm, all that's missing is Sean Spears, man. That I don't. Okay, that that I don't yeah, think. I, I don't. Him. I don't think we'll see him in that group. Probably not. If anything, they'll put him completely somewhere else, away from all of that. Definitely, he, he could be cool in Stokely's group. That could be something for Sean Ooh, Spears. Definitely. That could be a good thing. Um, but. Like, maybe he could help Punk. I could see, if anything, it's like just like a one-off. Just, I'm going to just help you. I'll just hit MJF with a chair at some point randomly. I could see them doing that. But he, he definitely won't join Punk in nothing. No, yeah. Because he was, he was like the last guy who was like really loyal to MJF. Mm -hmm. so... he, he, yeah, he was always still with MJF overall. So these guys get into the ring. Lethal. Sanjay and Setman jump out. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, so that was that. Mm -hmm. That was that, man. And uh, we get another one of these cringy backstage segments where Daniel Garcia is trying to cut a promo, but Anna Jay starts yelling at someone and starts choking him out. I knew this was going to suck. I didn't think it would be that bad, bro. How do they make Anna Jay insufferable, bro? How? Honestly, bro. Honestly. Dude. It's like, and I feel bad for Garcia because he's genuinely standing there trying to cut a promo. Exactly. And then she just starts, like, yelling, and it's like, oh, good lord. I hate it, bro. At this point, now, not even because of Jericho or the overall JAS, it's the idiots they added. That makes me not want the JES. I miss the original group. The oh, original group me. was fucking fire. It was so simple. It was great. It, 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 people who weren't getting time now got time. And now they aren't getting time anymore. It's exactly. like... What the fuck was the point of the group then? Exactly. Because you had 
Jericho, and it's like, okay, if Jericho wants to run off and go do his own thing, you still have a formidable trio of three guys that a lot of people still want to see in mm-hmm. Garcia and 2.0. So there's that. Now you've added Sammy Guevara to the group. That sucks. Now these guys have to run around with Anna J. Then you have Ty Conti in the group. Like, bro, what is this? What has this group become? Literally, they. It's like, bro, was I? Am I watching? Am I watching JS or am I watching Inner Circle and Dark Order in a group together? Like, I don't want to watch that. I want to watch the JS. I want to watch 2.0. I want to watch fucking Daniel Garcia. Like, yeah, man. I mean. And I think that would be such a good learning curve in a guy like Sammy Guevara's career. Mm-hmm. He, he, he flopped. He flopped. He, he flopped. He, flopped. He, he fell flat on his face. He failed as a singles. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get to be bailed out by no. Chris Jericho. No, it's called you go Very back true. to the fucking drawing board and you fix it and you find what you fucked up on. Not, exactly. oh no, your singles run failed because you have zero charisma. Let's just put you with, uh, let's, let's just put you back with Jericho and see if he could bail you out. No, it's no. 2.0 and Daniel Garcia's time to get, to get the rub, man. It is. I exactly. mean, like, when it's bullshit. Same thing, not the same thing, but a similar thing happened to Seth. He was going great. And then he started doing it on Twitter. Everybody turned on him and turned himself around. He went through a, a good year period of not being liked, not doing great on TV. Turned himself around. You can do it too, Guevara. Exactly. Don't exactly. make sense, bro. It, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, these people don't get to get bailed out because their run flopped. I mean, that's just not how it is. Exactly. Daniel Garcia... And 2.0 now have to pay for this because mm-hmm. now they've got to run around with Anna Jay and Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara. Get this it's shit like, done with, bro. Jer- the whole point of the Jericho Appreciation Society was none of these guys appreciated me. Sammy mm-hmm. Guevara didn't. LAX didn't. At this point, this is pretty much inner circle but kicking out LAX. That's it. Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, dude, just just end all that side. Just make it the original JAS, please. I hate Guevara in it. I hate Tecante, and I really hate Anna J in that shit. Yeah, I mean, Sammy... Sammy flopped, bro. He Sammy flopped, bro. and it's nobody's fault but himself. Exactly, um, you gotta tell his ass to... And they can... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they can blame the fans and... Do all that. Fuck you. Uh, I I jump off tables and mm-hmm. you guys don't like me. You okay. suck. Yeah, you're annoying. Your your relationship is annoying. I don't want to see it. Tony Khan should have told his ass. You you failed. Take your take yourself and repackage yourself. That's what you got to do now. Because that's the point of AEW. Is you booked yourself. If you overall, you know, they, they still book you and they still fuck up themselves. Tony Khan still fucks up booking good things. But in a in that Sammy Guevara case, he fucked up himself. He has to fix himself. You know what I mean? 
So absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, bro. But next we got the uh we got a, a match, Madison Rain versus Jade. Uh mm-hmm. didn't last too long. It didn't last uh-huh. too long, man. Uh Jade Jade did end up winning the match. Um it got uh, it got a decent, it got a decent amount of time. It wasn't abnormally long or anything like that. I mean, they, they, they got, they got a decent amount of time here. Um, and it, it was an okay match. Nothing, nothing crazy. But, uh, at the end, Athena came out and, uh, attacked Jade. So it kind of looks like that's where they're going with the, with the TBS title for All Out with, uh, mm-hmm. What's her face? Chris Statlander kind of being out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. So after this, we got an interview with the thunderstorm of Tony Schiavone asking them about their direction. Uh, I will tell you, they don't fucking have one. Um, Tony Storm. Tony Storm said to Thunder Rosa, she said, you know. You know this, but my ultimate goal is to one day become the AEW World Champion. We're still friends, but it is a goal of mine, pretty much. And Thunder Rosa was cool with it. Nothing really. Shrugged her off. Yeah. Um, Next, we got the main event. Lionheart. Young Chris Jericho. In other words, Jericho with a shaved face and his lion heart here. Exactly. Yeah, with, with no Judas uh, that versus time. John Moxley. Exactly. Um, I really liked the match. I thought the match was really good. I thought it was, uh, I, I didn't think it was great. No. I thought it, it was, was just a really good main event. I really yeah. enjoyed it. it you know, um, Definitely, bro. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was really good. John Moxley was bleeding buckets. Um, Obviously, this match did last a minute, though. This this match, bro, it really did. Damn, it really did, man. This match lasted a fat minute, but uh, John Moxley did end up winning. He ended up winning the match, and. Out came the JAS, and then out came the BCC and Ortiz. <laughs> numbers game. And the numbers game began. Oh, God. And right as the JAS kind of started whooping all their asses, they held up Mox, and Jericho was about to hit him with the championship. And... Uh, the quake by the lake happened because yeah. cult of personality would hit as the crowd erupted and CM Punk would make his official return to AEW Dynamite Man. Man, oh man. That shit was heat. It really was, bro. It really did was. Did not expect um, that, man. I really did not. I genuinely didn't. Honestly, I thought we would see MJF come out 
before mm. CM Punk. But man, that injury was not too long at all, bro. Yeah, it literally yeah. just kept him out the summer. Yeah, which is, which is good, man. I'm glad it wasn't out too long, man. And the fact that we know we are getting Punk and Mox, it, it solidifies all out a lot more. Yeah, he was literally yeah. out a month and a half. You know, literally, or no, bro. sorry. Uh, two, two. Like two months. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Two months. And I like him, man. I like him, man. Um, Because I felt like if he wasn't back, we were going to get someone really random versus Mox at all out. And I wouldn't have been too big of a fan of that. Um, yeah. And I'm glad it's going to be Pumpkin Mox. That shit's going to be heat. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. So I'm glad we're getting something cool in the main event of All Out. I really didn't want to see. I really didn't want to see somebody uh like you said them just kind of throw something together like they did last year yeah. oh we're gonna do omega versus christian oh fucking boy that's just what Baby i want to see it christian too yeah literally really just outwork menace. everyone christian oh. like come on bro. <laughs> oh, god bro. awful dude i hated that shit it was so bad because he was out for nobody <clears throat> this shit was hilarious, bro. Ugh, awful. Genuinely awful. So, CM Punk came out and even the numbers game. And he took apart the JAS. He uh, stared at the other members. Up. Yeah. Stared at the other members uh, while he was in the ring and then slowly backed up. Him and Mox had back, had their backs turned to each other. And they both just slowly turned around, made eye contact, and Mox gave him the middle finger and walked out with the championship, man. So, I really do, man. It's going to be a kick-ass. It's going to be a kick-ass match at the end of All Out, and I am super excited to see what is uh, what, what they got in store, man. I really am. Um, just going to be good. Punk started hopping around on his uh, broken foot. Yeah. To let us know pretty much I'm good. And yeah, bro, that was uh that was that was a hell of a moment. That was awesome. That was, that was awesome. awesome bro. And fucking punk man, just like last week. Well, not last week, because last week this happened. It was a the week before that dynamite. He was at Comic Con fucking walking around with the cast on his foot and shit. What acting all sad and shit. He, he's the best, bro. He's an amazing liar. He really is. <laughs> He loves to lie, yeah, bro. He's always definitely. pushing the shit. Bro loves um, Yeah, man. So that was the week of Dynamite. Uh, nothing happened. Well, well, well. Let me, let me stop myself there. We got probably the greatest heel turn since Tommaso Champa's oh, on Rampage. And dude. Logan was there to see it. Sunny fucking History. kiss. Turn and join. The trust busters, fucking a man. He got to wow. see history live, Logan. He did, bro. I got wish to see I Sunny Kiss turn and join the trust busters. What the fuck is that group? What is that group, bro? Come oh, on bro. now, come the fuck on, TK. Busters. Like, bro, why is that a thing, bro? Like, I swear to God, Bodo, sign his ass. Have him do something. 
put them in Stokely's group, something I don't fucking know. Not the Drug Busters, bro. Come on. Awful. Fucking awful. What was the thought process behind that? Come on now. <laughs> Come on. Got it. You know, we used to elevate this group. Sonny Kiss. Hmm? Fire him. Just fire him. He is awful. Get the He's hell out of here. bro. Um, that shit sucks, bro. Everybody but Parker Bordeaux fire from the Trust Busters. Dude, seriously, dude. He is literally the only one with promise. And the fact that he is affiliated with that group, his promise is probably going to him. go down like that. Oh, bro. He's going to be fucking ruined by that group. You know, um, oh my god, man. Have him do literally anything but that. Um, good lord. That happened on Rampage, and uh, yeah, then there was um, nothing really from Rampage, to be honest. Uh, no. Yeah, that was pretty much the only thing worth talking about. Uh, shit. So, the one thing on SmackDown we could probably talk about, well, well Gunter and Shinsuke Nakamura... Put on mm-hmm. a damn good match in the main event of SmackDown. And Triple H played IC title build-up packages the whole night. Wow. What a fucking concept. What a fucking concept. Look good. What a concept, man. Holy shit. How hard is it, man? Good lord. Apparently really hard. Apparently. You would so know that Triple H is in charge, bro. Have you seen those um Cardiff shirts? They're not Cardiff. Those Clash at the Castle shirts. Mm-mm. It's literally the most NXT skull you'll ever see with the Cardiff logo on. Is it on? Logo on. Yeah, is, it on is it on WWE WWE shop? It might be. I just saw a picture of the shirt. I don't. I probably is on the shop. Let me check. But it, it was the most fucking NXT-ass Triple H shirt you'll ever see, bruh. Like, oh, oh, the God. one the one with the with the United Skulls Kingdom of... and the Wales flag coming out the skull? I think so. It has the two... Yeah, it has the two flags. Yeah, yeah. Bro, oh, that wow. is the that most... Is... <laughs> Triple this H fucking much. production shirt ever. No, but that's the thing I like about Triple H, though, is... That's the thing I like about Triple H, is he... Oh, wow. WWE Shop is owned by Fanatics now? Oh, really? And they got good-ass quality shirts, bro. Wow. Sometimes I get, like, my little basketball shirts off there. Nice, They're, like, super soft. They're shooting like towels anymore. Who the fuck were they using before? They need to... They need to go out of business, bro. (laughs) I'm telling you. Yeah, this fucking towels they were selling... This is literally the most Triple H thing I've ever seen in my Bro, life. I wonder if they got anything good on here nowadays. Let me see. Oh, they might. I see, bro. I gotta pull the website back up. I haven't been on here in... Dude, I, I would love to see the last time I purchased something off this damn site. I think the last <laughs> thing I did was when all the Fiend stuff was on sale. Mm, oh, same, same. Definitely. When they, After they fired them. Um... <laughs> Fucking a year ago. <laughs> Seriously. Newer homes. Um, yeah. There we go. I'm assuming all these new shirts are made by Fanatics brand. Yeah, I would oh, think. Gotta, 
Cody water bottle. Katie. T-shirts. Okay, let me look. Right, that edge one is garbage. I see that edge one is kind of cool. Flash at the castle's good. Random fucking retro Cena shirt. NWO. That tarot card edge one's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, the one that he wears. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. I just think cool. of that fucking photo. Oh, my God, those fucking glasses. Oh, there's a colorful, like, Seth freaking Rollins shirt. The colors are pretty cool on that. Wow. What is this Alexa Bliss one? I'm something twisted. Gotta fucking buy that. Oh, um. yeah. Oh, God, I see it now. Good Lord. <laughs> Dude, why, are they only, why, is it, why is it all Stone Cold shit? I was gonna say, dude, they have like old shit now. On here. Huh. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, I see this Seth one, but it's like purple, blue, and yellow. Yeah, yeah it's not bad, bro. I like it. They, they, wow. they got decent shit. Yeah, not too bad, man. Not too bad. That's I really like cool that Clash shirt. The Castle shirt. I have the sick fucking Finn Balor shirt. It's um. Demon and then Prince and then it's just Finn and on the wall behind him his shadow is the demon. That's fucking cool. Wow. Good lord. Too bad. Oh yeah, I see that one. Yeah, too bad he's uh in the judge. Too bad he's not the prince anymore, yeah. He's <laughs> fucking Mr. Spandex. <laughs> <laughs> Damn bro, if Clash at the Castle is a good show, man, I might have to cop me that shirt. That would be a great fucking out of there shirt to get. 100%. 100%, man. So, they put on a damn good match in the main event. Uh, mm -hmm. So much so, I genuinely had to go back and rewatch a SmackDown replay. Wow. Good lord. What a world. Hit Row <laughs> officially made their return. And Karrion Cross cut another uh, Beast promo, man. So, oh, yeah, man. Hit Row is back, and they called themselves the OG3. Like, bro, y'all are the worst three. But literally, a group of four people, there was one good one. And you get and you three were just there. You ain't the OGs of that group. There was one OG. And he's Seriously. a fucking tag champ in AEW, bro. He Seriously, carried you bro. guys. Honestly, um, <laughs> if Swerve doesn't find his way back mm -hmm. to WWE, I would really like to see them add Leo Rush to the group. He would fit the most, I would say, out of any of them. Definitely, definitely. Definitely, Hayes or Angelo Dawkins, none of them. If you're bring if you're putting anybody else in that group, Leo Rush is the only one that fits. Definitely, definitely, bro. Um, he's a jerk just like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Raw. Oh yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Yawning. 
back again. Because the judgment day. Well, <laughs> actually, we got a brand new open to the show. A brand yeah. new video opening package. And uh, fireworks to start the show. To get people excited. We'd love to see it. I'm shocked. And Vince, no, Vince, Triple H got rid of the together part of the intro. I love it. Did he? That's what I heard. I didn't really pay that much attention to it. But apparently I've heard that, that they were, he removed the together part. I hope so. Wow. The Judgment Day suck. Um, they, bruh, I don't know. I just, I just, I still don't see it in the group, man. I, no, I still bro. don't see it. And like, they just don't fit, bro. They no. just don't fit. Like, you can tell they're a little more unscripted, but it still doesn't do it for me, man. It no. really doesn't. Like, when I hear Finn Balor, like, trying to be an asshole like that, I just feel like he's trying to, like, be someone he's not. Exactly. He's, his, his assholeness. Would, would come in like overconfidence and Definitely. shit like that. Not just, not just being a pointless. Because that's what the judgment day is. They're just pointless assholes. They are. They, they do it for the fun of it, but like that's not any of them. You know what I mean? Like no. maybe Rhea Ripley, I could see, you know, like she kind of gives off that vibe, but they made the whole group so cringy. She's cringe when she does that shit. So it's like, y'all ain't helping, bro. It. It's just it, bro. It ain't it, bro. Just, just end it, <laughs> please. Let, let let Finn go be the prince. Let let them go be them, bro. Fucking Damian Priest. Oh Edge my is gonna wrestle his match, his first match in ten years. Fucking dumbass, bro. What? He he doesn't uh, correct himself either. He doesn't no, like he didn't. Oh, or something. Just like oh, throwing that right after. He just kept talking. It's going to be his first match in 10 years, apparently. <laughs> what? You fucking idiot. Oh. Dude, you think the fucking sucks, bro? It's going to be Edge's first match in 10 years. <laughs> what? He's trying to sound all tough and serious, bro. He's giving it his all. That's the best part. He's trying so hard. Oh, and yeah. it just falls, bro. Because it's looks like a fucking dork. It's going to be his first match in 10 years. What? <laughs> like, bro, what? It don't make sense. Ah, that shit is fucking hilarious, man. So, that was the open. And another thing, Damien Priest goes, You guys want to see Rey Mysterio? Crowd pops. He's not here. And then Damn. fucking Finn starts laughing. About ten minutes later, or however many, maybe like five minutes later, when they get done with their promo, Ray just jumps in the ring and starts whooping their ass, like bro. And then they oh, start God. beating his ass for like four minutes. Finn Balor hits the coup de gras and is just sitting on Ray Mysterio's oh, fucking stomach. Just on his <laughs> <stomach> <laughs> just... End the group, bro. Please bro, end this please. fucking group. Oh my God, fucking <laughs> Ray went to go hit the chair and Rhea Ripley grabbed it from behind and just yoinked his ass back. Look like such a fucking idiot. 
<laughs> she just grabbed this fucking chair and just completely joined his ass off for Bro, she did, bro. It's like yeah. that last week when he was holding his fucking pants, bro. <laughs> and and Ray and and Ray's like squirming his arms around yeah. trying to get free, bro. Oh, oh dude. Bro. Oh, see, this is a it's so bad that it's great. It's such a horrible combination, but it's great. It's fucking how goofy Ray is. And how bad that faction is, it mixes so well together. Because they're oh so cringy God. and fucking stupid. So bad, and then Ray's just a fucking goon himself, just doing stupid <laughs> shit. Sad. Just fucking squirming and shit. Oh, bro, it's such a great combination. It's so bad. Please, <laughs> oh, that girl. Dude, I was dying when she fucking grabbed the chair and fucking yoinked his ass backwards. He fell on his ass. Then they just started beating his ass. <laughs> oh, bro. That shit was genuinely too fucking funny, man. Oh, man. That shit was. Uh, hilarious, bro. Absolutely hilarious. Um. So, <laughs> yeah, that was the opening segment. They just whooped Ray's ass, and then at the and then the last scene is them all standing above him, and Damian Priest is like doing his weird laugh. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and you could just hear Ray, like, because his voice was like the closest to the mic, and you could just hear. His groans of pain, shit, dude, it's amazing. It's so bad, I love it. It really is, bro. It really is. Um. Oh Lord. So next, um. Theory. Makes his return. I was genuinely not excited for this. I really wasn't. Um, no. I'll be honest. I, I, I really wasn't. Um, uh, the one thing is, though, um, I know he's coming back from his uncle passing. So I hope mm. he's doing well yeah, um, as far as that well. goes. But he's talking about, you know... How he's gonna cash in and how he keeps learning from his mistakes and Dolph Ziggler comes up and he says you know the re uh, what made my cash in so special one of the best ones actually before Seth happened Dolph probably had the number one cash yeah. in. um say. that was that was epic um that shit was dope. it really was so um Dolph said he said the reason what made mine so special was because uh, i didn't get everything handed to me and then theory just starts making fun of his ass talking about uh yours might have been special but your career pretty much went to shit afterwards and you never followed up on it these two started brawling i did not notice this but apparently while they were brawling there was somebody's hand holding a door open yeah. According to these experts. It's the fiend. Oh my god, they see a fucking glove. Oh my god, it's the fiend. Like, bro, do, you, do y'all now watch NXT? Dexter always had those fucking, like, biker gloves on. Yep. yep. Like, bro. Oh, bro, literally with these idiots. Bro, I can't wait for Wyndham to just show up somewhere so everything can stop being the fiend. Literally, it's bro, everything. they see it. Oh, it's everything. In the fucking background, I'm like, oh, bro, that's the fucking theme. Yeah, that's a theme reference, bro. Just look at it. Like, bro, just shut the hell up, bro. If I have to hear another The Fiend, I'm done, bro. 
Good lord. Seriously. So, the fiend was holding the door open. Um. Yeah, man. It was him. So. Oh, bro, obviously. The fiend. Got me. Good lord. Um. So that was interesting throughout the night. There was also another moment where Drew McIntyre was oh, walking man. through uh, the backstage area and he mm -hmm. just like starts getting like kind of sprayed yeah. with the fire extinguisher and he like looks, he's like, what the fuck? And somebody started the garbage can yeah, on fire. Hey, bro, what is it, my high school? God damn. Shit wild, bro. But it's not like uh, we, there, but apparently we, it is yeah, my high school. We obviously ended up figuring out who this was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It... Next, we got Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop. Do, 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 drop. <laughs> Shit. Eat. Um, did you hear she confirmed that she's talked to Triple H about doing a name change? Oh, thank God. Please be talking to him about that. Be Piper Nivet again. Good lord, do drop. So her and Nikki A.S.H. are fighting Asuka and Alexa Bliss. Bro, Alexa Bliss comes out singing her song like, mm -hmm. her, like it's a banger. Like it's bro. fire. Because I remember like Corbin used to do that. Literally, yeah. bruh. And his songs. Exactly. Heat, and, and the worst part about that, that's how you know they're probably not going to change it because she loves her song. So, I ain't changing oh, yeah. that shit anytime soon. Stand up. Shut up. <laughs> Stand up. Shut up. <laughs> oh, she'd be bumping that shit in the car. You know it. Is trash, bro. So <laughs> they do end up picking up the victory here and move on in the tournament. Mm -hmm. Uh against Tom Drop. Don't Don't the next round they face Bailey and Dakota Kai? I think so, yeah. Or uh EO and Dakota Kai, I mean. Yeah, I think so. But I thought they were going to have a trios match at uh, Clash of the Castle. Exactly. That's the thing I don't get. They're just repeating the same match, basically. Mm -hmm. I don't get it, man. I really don't. I don't understand either. That just dawned on me. Um. Yeah, just do that tournament tag match. At, you don't even, even do it at the pay-per-view. Bailey's faction is going to be at the pay-per-view anyway, in the finals to that, you know it, so that's them on the pay-per-view. What is, what is that trio match meant for? Because <clears throat> they, they did say the finals were at Clash at the Castle, right? I'm, I, I'm almost positive they are. So it's like, that don't make sense. I, I don't get it, man. I really don't. Hmm. Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so they picked up the victory here. Uh, Asuka got the submission. And Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander 
took on The Miz and Champa. You know, I like this group a lot better. I like mm-hmm. this group a lot, Miz and Champa. I like the group a lot better with Champa as the main guy. But, mm-hmm. like, this dynamic we got tonight with them as, mm-hmm. like, a tag team. Oh, like stop it. it. Like, with The like Miz it. trying to help Champa, like, obviously, it still wasn't my favorite thing. But I didn't hate it as much as I did. Because I was like, oh, okay. The Miz seems like he's genuinely trying to help Tommaso Ciampa. Like, all right. You know, that's that's cool. Oh, no. He's actually helping. Hmm. Oh, yes. Oh. Oh, yes. Wait, wait. It always does this on the anniversary shows. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. What the hell? Don't make me shit, bro. Yeah, like 20 minutes left. 30 minutes left of this. I hate to break it up like that much. Stand up, shut up. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Who wrote those lyrics? They were really in the studio thinking that was fire. They're on their edge arc. I swear, bro. You think you know me? <laughs> you never did. Bro, that the shit's funny. The week of Clash at the Get- oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, sorry for the little hiccup there. Um, I like The Miz and Champa a lot better when it seemed like Champa was the main guy in the group, but now that we got, like, this tag team dynamic with them, please make Mm -hmm. it stop. And then Champa screaming, we are awesome. Get that, get the fuck out of here, bro. Stop it. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the moment that Miz tries to turn. And I would really hope Champa just does it right before he does. And just fucking beats the hell out of him. I would love that. I really would. I really would. Maybe he could add some fucking edge to the Miz's character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love for fucking Champa to say something like, uh, just, just some cool Champa shit like that. That ain't the first time. Like, you trying to do that to me like I didn't do it to my own best friend or some shit. They, they, he can say some cool shit with that. Gargano hint. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely, bro. So, that was that. That was that. They beat Ollie and Alexander. Alright. Uh, we're actually seeing these guys on TV, so that's a good yeah, thing. That's nice. Uh, one of my favorite parts about the show was Drew McIntyre came out for oh, promo. Oh. Mm, best part. This genuinely was. It really was. Um, Easy. Kevin Owens 
interrupts him as Drew McIntyre. He addressed that he had a bit of uh, back issues going mm-hmm. on. Uh, yeah. He said they were true because he has to carry the load of about Damn. 20 men on his back uh, and doing all these shows, and he says he does it with a smile on his face, um, and he says he wants to beat Roman Reigns for the world champion so he can appear on both shows. Wow. Mm. Boy, does that fucking get me excited. Holy yeah. fuck. Wow, I actually see our world champ. <laughs> what the fucking do? Seriously, bro. Seriously. So... As he talks about the... He says he's over on Raw to scout his competition. He said... The first name he mentioned, he said... What about Drew McIntyre versus Champa? Champa McGee? He mentioned Drew McIntyre versus a couple more names before Kevin Owens' music hits. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens comes out and then Drew McIntyre says... What about Drew McIntyre versus Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens says, no, no, don't mention my name after I come out here. Damn. Um, he talked about how Drew doesn't know who he is, and um, Kevin Owens knows exactly who he is. He's been the same guy for his whole 22-year career, and he... Went down to the ring and he was, uh, Kevin Owens was screaming his head off saying, you know, he is as real as it gets. Now, one thing I love about Drew is Mm -hmm. it seemed like Drew listened to that and was like, nah, you ain't about to show me up. Exactly. He was like, so I, I absolutely, this is why I love unscripted promos because the talent doesn't feel like they're just playing it's going point to point exactly they actually like wanna challenge themselves and get themselves involved in this and it seemed like and we all know what kind of guy drew mcintyre is so it seemed like he took that my guess is he took that as like Mm -hmm. oh okay you want to come out here and show me up like okay exactly exactly. you want to cut a good ass promo all right i'll fucking show you competition Um, is great even when it's like that good friendly competition between your own guys and your own company, bro. It's a little shit like that of just not it's not them trying to one up each other, but it, it's them trying to one up each other in a in a, yeah, in a competitive, like genuine way. way. Exactly. Like are you like you just trying to outdo each other. Exactly. Like, alright, he pulled out that crazy ass shit. I'm gonna do the same. I'm gonna pull out my own crazy ass shit, but it's on the mic. And I really like that, man. Absolutely, bro. And they know if they keep elevating each other, it's just going to make for a better segment on Exactly. Them. Every time. Yep. So, I absolutely love it. I love it, man. Um, and Drew then starts, uh, he starts just screaming at just Kevin Owens so saying, I'm tired of all these BS narratives I've been hearing about myself the past couple weeks. A couple weeks ago, I was called the Chosen One. He says, I was the Chosen One 15 years ago, and then I got fired. And at this point, he's screaming he's at Kevin Owens, and, and he's mm-hmm. in Owens' face. Yeah. I was the Chosen One 15 years ago, and then I got fired. I had uh, I had to 
I'll go back to the drawing board and work my ass off. And I got to the point where I wasn't calling WWE back. WWE was calling me and just telling him he had to work his ass off to get to this moment and nothing was handed to him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow. That was a fucking promo, man. That was awesome. He ended it in the most, like, just memorable way. Talking about, I'm not, you call me whatever you want, a superstar, or this, or that. I'm a wrestler. We're wrestlers. This is a wrestling show, so let's wrestle. That's that's one of my favorite promo endings I've seen in a while. Absolutely. I love, I love that. that. I so, love that. Owens, actually, before he got in the ring, mm-hmm. he did say that he is uh, he he is starting, or no, he said I was in this. I am in the same building that me and Sami Zayn tore the house down at Battleground a couple years mm-hmm. ago, and I want to become the prize fighter again. If the storyline is kind of going anywhere that it is, I could easily see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn getting back together. I could see that. That would be great. Alongside each other as and turn Sami Zayn into the underdog from the underground again. Like that fire, bro, please. And Kevin Owens is the perfect guy to do it. Because mm-hmm. KO said he, he wants gold. He said, I don't care if it's U.S., Intercontinental, or tag. Sami Zayn, bro, that should be heat. And Absolutely. KO said a hard-ass line right after um, Drew finished his promo. He said, you're no prize, mm-hmm. but let's fight. That shit was I, heat. Yeah, I was, I was, ju- I was just gonna bring that up, man. So that shit was heat. Look at that, man. Not a pussy heel. Kevin wow. Hall was like, "Let's fucking go." Love it. That's how it should be, bro. It really should. Yeah, he told Drew. He said, "You're no prize, but let's fight." Fire, straight flames. Absolutely. They put on a damn good match. They wrestled for a good fifteen minutes. Drew was about to hit the final Claymore, and the Usos come out, and the Usos came out and attacked Drew. They came out and attacked McIntyre, man. I honestly think Drew is going to end up taking a belt, a belt, I don't know which belt. And I think they're going to move him and Cross in the draft because I think they want to continue this. And I oh, think they're going to put him and Cross on Raw and have mm-hmm. them fight for a, for a for one of the world titles. And then Roman's still going to have the Universal on SmackDown. That's how I think yeah. it'll be. Definitely. I can see them putting like a Seth on SmackDown or somebody like that. I could definitely see them doing that. Yeah, especially if... Because I feel like Cody's going to come back to SmackDown, so I feel like they might want Seth over there, too. Exactly, to tie all those ends and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Definitely, bro. Definitely. So that's what I feel will end up happening with the world title situation. But they started Mm -hmm. to attack Drew McIntyre, and as they were going to go for the 1D, Drew McIntyre whooped their ass and said, uh, tell your tribal chief I'll see him on Friday. It's heat, bro. And then Kevin Owens also said to the Usos, uh, tell your tribal chief he owes me one for Mm -hmm. beating up McIntyre a little for him. Exactly. 
Man, next we got Veer. Man, like why? Why is here just being weird, Veer again? Yeah, I mean, but, a lot less of him acting like a rabid dog. Yeah, but it's still, he's still just really... generic, quiet, big guy. Yeah, a lot of things like this, man. It's like, why? Why are they mm -hmm. here? No homo. Tonight. Yeah, that was like still that. nice. No homo. So, you know, we're actually putting people on the show that actually have real name value and that can actually uh, make your roster look better. So, what a concept. Look at that. Exactly. Veer beat a jobber in two minutes at literally why um seth comes out uh starts talking about riddle and he says uh you know i hear he has an announcement for us he says just hurry up and let us know that you're and tell us that you're gonna retire riddle is in the back and he says uh it's so hard to say this but i am cleared to compete Seth was, uh, and then he says, the next time I see you, you know, I'm going to whoop your ass pretty much. And Seth was just like, oh, whatever, shrugging it off. And then Matt Riddle says, actually, I'm not in my mom's basement. I am here at Raw, and I'm coming out there. He came out there. Riddle, I really like this touch. Riddle slid in the ring. Seth went to go for the stomp as he was, like, sliding in the ring. Riddle mm -hmm. slid back out really quick and then swept his, uh, swept his feet out from under him. That was really smart. I like that a lot. I really like, because you know Vince McMahon would have had him just get stomped. As soon 100%. As he, in the ring. he would have just slid and get stomped mid-slid. That was it. Mm. It's like, and that, bro, was, that would have been it. That shows intelligence. Wow. Shocker. I know. Seriously, man. So, yeah, man. We got, uh, you know, it looks like we're going to be getting some more build now that riddle is cleared. Uh, mm -hmm. For Clash at the Castle, man, and it should be a banger. Should be a banger. Definitely, um, man. Dakota Kai made quick work of Dana Brooke in like three minutes. Oh, literally, bro. Um, Bobby Lashley versus AJ Styles for mm -hmm. the United States Championship. They put on a pretty lengthy match, and it was it was yeah. decent. It was, it was decent. Good. I liked it. Um. Yeah, man, it just looks like these guys are having fun, bro. I absolutely love Bobby Lashley's presentation. I can't say oh, that. Oh, I love it. Like, bro, when you hear like the, when you hear like the, the those doom. drums going off, the mm -hmm. doom, 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 that shit is so neat. And sweet, then bro. he's like standing there on the little podium, hyping himself up, and then the, mm -hmm. and then his his pyro is perfect, bro. Oh, it's perfect, bro. I love it. He has amazing presentation. He does, yeah, he does, and uh, yeah, um, yeah. This this was a really enjoyable match, man. Bobby Lashley ended up winning with a spear. Uh, Champa and Miz came out. Champa tried distracting Bobby Lashley as the Miz went to go uh, cheat and hit AJ. Some guy hops over the barricade, and Corey Graves is like falling out of his fucking chair. That was fucking fantastic. He fell right on Corey, bro. Bro, it was so funny. There, it, Jimmy Smith's like, like, Corey, Corey, watch he, out. He, like, grabbed him and tried to like pull yeah. him out. Holy, yeah. bro. Um, so this guy 
uh, hops the barricade. They drag him out, and right before they get him back over the barricade, you can clearly tell that it is, again, for the second week in a row, coincidentally during an AJ Styles segment, Dexter mm-hmm. Loomis again. Okay. So, it's now Wyndham, guys. It was Dexter who uh, held his hand in the door so he can get mm-hmm. in the, uh, the arena. And then a garbage so, came on the door. Exactly, man. So, yeah, it's now Wyndham, guys. It's now Wyndham. No. Um, exactly, bro. <laughs> it's just Dexter fucking Loomis. Um, it's interesting, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome match. Uh, awesome, you know, storytelling here. AJ Styles was still kind of shooken up from just distraction by the Miz and then the stuff with Dexter Loomis. He ended up getting speared into oblivion and Bobby Lashley won, uh, won the match and retained the U.S. title as... <coughs> He continues to add prestige to it, which I can appreciate, man. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Shit was dope. Shit's been dope with that U.S. title and Bobby Lashley. It really has, bro. It really has. And then in the main event, it was Dolph Ziggler versus Austin Theory as Dolph Ziggler continues to groom him. Um, They got to stop saying that, bro. uh, (laughs) Bro, they got to stop. So yeah, man. I mean that there, there's that, and um, that really didn't do nothing for me. Um, yeah, I mean it, it went, it went a good ten minutes, man. It would, it went a good 10, 15 minutes, but you know that was the main event of the show. We just hit a town down, and that was that was pretty much a beat. Yeah, shocker. Beat literally. Yeah, man. So that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was that. Um, it was. Mm. Mm. The episode, yeah, the ending was the ending was you know kind of lackluster. Uh, but I mean that's. I just, don't, I just don't really care about Austin Terry, man. I mean I like yeah. him. You know what I mean? I like him, but I, I don't care that much. Yeah, I, I really don't. To be honest, he was better as just like a faction member or just like a supporting piece of the roster. Yeah, that that's what he is, bro. He's a supporting piece. He he ain't he ain't a main event. He's not no next up guy. I no, he's I mean, really not no. now at least. Not exactly. Now, so. Not anytime soon. Definitely, bro. Definitely. So yeah, man. So that was Monday Night Raw and that was pretty much the week of wrestling, man. So that was that was everything I gotta go over. Uh, Definitely, yeah. man. That was pretty much about it, man. That was pretty Same, much about man. It. Same. So, yeah. Decent episode. Fresh News says, did you guys see the gloved hand in the background? Yes, that was Dexter Loomis. Yeah. Dexter Loomis himself in the arena. So, yeah, man. That is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Oak Podcast, man. And that is going to do it for another great edition of Notorious Unscripted, and happy two-year birthday to hey, Unscripted, he? man. So, Hell yeah. Happy two years, It's been a hell of a ride. It's been a hell of a ride man. up until this point, and there's no end in sight, man. So I'm super excited uh, to see what the future mm-hmm. of this show, see what the future of this show holds, man. And it's, uh, it's, it's only gonna, it's only up from here, bro. It's only up Definitely. from here. So let's keep it going. And yeah. So with that, that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Oak Podcast, man. That is going to do it 
for this edition of Notorious Unscripted. Once again, it has been always, always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. No, it's okay. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Heels Podcast, man. That is going to do it for this edition of Notorious Unscripted. So with that, please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you guys on Friday with the news. Peace.